What's up, guys? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from Tech Support. A little bit warmer here today. I'm still trying to survive with just a window fan and a couple open windows, but uh, the cat likes the open window, but Uncle Reddit's going to have to start turning on the AC soon. I think for the next week we'll be okay. Today's the warmest day out of all of them, and I'm surviving so far, but uh, the minute I start seeing sweat rolling down my face while I'm trying to record, that's when we'll start running the AC. We're into June, and we haven't used it but one time, I think, and... Uh, that's pretty good for us. Saved a little bit on electricity and everything. So, all right, let's do some tech support. I'm locked out of the only thing. Hey there, been a while, though that doesn't mean my job hasn't been any less annoying as heck. I just didn't want to post every time I dealt with a frustrating idiot, which felt like the same story over and over again. This one, like most, is about communication and sticking to basics. For context, I support traveling salespersons and maybe four of them actually know that they're carrying around a computer and maybe three know what a VPN actually is. The cast, me equals me, user equals locked out, LO. I'm just going to say user because it's easier for me. Double context, while this is maybe a 10 minute call overall, I've had a killer sore throat and I'm out of sick days. Talking for longer than two minutes means I start tearing up from pain. Telephone rings. Me. Helldesk, this is Absinthe. Can I get your identifying information? Oh, we've read from him before. User. Hi, this is iCrackle673 Pop21 High Pitched Wine. <laughs> Me. What was your ID code or PIN? User. Aluminum cans crushed by an aggressively fat and angry grizzly bear. Two. Me. Unfortunately, I can't hear you. Click. <laughs> Callback. Unavailable. Enter Q. Phone rings again. Me, Helldesk, this is Absinthe. Can I get your identifying information? User, I'm locked out. Me, cool, from what? <laughs> user, the only thing I can be. Me, either this is an incredibly affluent user that knows we use SSO for 90% of our apps, or an idiot. Oh, okay, but what are you trying to sign into? User, the only thing that matters. Me, alright. I'll still need to identify you before I can troubleshoot. Can I get your identifying information? Help desk identity confirmed. Check AD, user's not locked. Hit the unlock button anyway because it's had a habit of lying this year. Me. Okay, try again. User. How the F do you expect me to do that? Me. You said you were locked out. That means you got a message saying, sorry, this account is locked, right? User. Man, I said I was locked out. I can't even get in. <laughs> oh my god, I see where this is going. Me. Can't log into what? The website? The member website? The mobile app? Your email? Teams? Cue mucus drip and tears starting to form as I lose my voice and drink another half gallon of cold, bitter licorice root tea. Yeah. User, the only thing that matters, man, the VPN. I can't even get internet on this bitch. Me. Hmm. User, are you there? Me. <coughs> yeah, click on the globe on the bottom right for me. User, the what? Me, it's where you go to connect to Wi-Fi. User, the only thing there is an airplane mode. Me, how about the words internet and network settings in blue just above that? User, okay. Me, look for a change adapter options. User, okay. Me, what do you see? User describes that Ethernet is unplugged and Bluetooth is disabled. Me, anything about Wi-Fi? User, nope. Me, alright, not sure if this will work, but use the search bar on the bottom left where it says type here to search and put in software center. Under applications, find fix stupid Wi-Fi disabled issue program version 7.5 and install it. User, okay. Me, is Wi-Fi back? User, no. Me, have you restarted your computer? User, nah, my manager says to always leave it on overnight so it can update. Me, please restart your computer. User, 
Oh my god, that fixed it. Thank you. <laughs> Me. Awesome. Before you go, we're trying to figure out why this keeps happening. I have a few quests called Disconnects. Gargle medicated cough drops and throat numbing agent. Could have saved myself a lot of pain if I had just kept to the usual script, but I allowed the user to throw me off and lead the call. Yep, it's it's a fine balancing act. You have to make the caller think that they're leading the call while you're actually leading them. It's tough. Not sure I could do it, honestly. I'm just saying, stating the obvious, but... And since when do other managers dictate what happens with tech? You know, somebody should be sending out mandates, you know, restart, you know, once a week, mandatory, whatever, something. So that, because some updates aren't going to automatically just take over your computer and do the restart itself. Although mine does, but only when I'm trying to keep something on the screen that I don't want to have to kind of reopen and all that stuff and reset up for shooting videos and all that. That's exactly when it does its own thing. But, hey. Can't complain, it's still running and it's uh, fast enough to do all this, so. Yay. Encyclopedia Moronica. P is for priorities. It was a gray morning. Rain didn't fall so much as it misted across the world, immediately saturating anything unlucky enough to be out in it without seven layers of waterproofing. I was watching it through a window from a warm, dry office, sipping at something that contained a multiple of the recommended daily intake of caffeine when my phone rang. I refreshed my queue and immediately saw the job. Me. Hey, scheduler, you're ringing about the job at nearby site? Scheduler. Yes, it's just come in as urgent. Can you go look? I looked at the unrelenting rain outside once again. Well, it is what they pay me for. Me. Yes, I'll go. However, it's 5 to 12. I'll have to work through my lunch, so please mark my end time for today as 3.30, not 4 o'clock. Scheduler. Oh, wait. Other tech has just marked this job as other contractor with a note that it needs to be passed to another company. Me. Well, other tech is wrong. The fault description clearly indicates a total network failure, not a failure of the single unit that is other contractor's responsibility. Don't let him close it. Send it directly to me instead. I'm already on my way. I hung up the phone, pulled on my jacket, and flipped out the hood. It was time to go to work. The site, fortunately, was close by, and I was there in a matter of minutes. I hadn't been to the site in about six months or so, and when I walked in, it was to a sea of new faces. One of them, however, recognized the logo on my shirt and approached me as soon as I got inside. New supervisor. Thank God you're here. I don't know what's wrong. We can still authorize equipment, but none of the other equipment is working. Me. Okay, let me run some tests here and we'll see what I can figure out. I approached the point of sale computer and initiated a test. Comms error. Okay, I'll try a different test. Transmission error. What about a different POS? Comms error. Okay, time to move up the network tree. Me. Okay, I need to check in the office. Is it unlocked? NS. Yeah, sure. Dude, do whatever you need to. I don't care. Just make it work. Me. That's what I'm here for. So into the office. Typical small independent store. There is a computer, a router, and one or two other pieces of equipment to make our system actually work. A moment or two with that ping proved that all of our equipment was online and communicating with each other, but not the outside world. A router problem, perhaps? The site used a Cisco RV042. Reasonably reliable, although if memory served, this one was about two years old, having replaced an identical predecessor when it completely failed. So can I ping the upstream router? Can I even find an address for the upstream router? I managed to get access to the Cisco's web interface, but I had no luck. It was like the upstream router didn't exist, despite the cable showing link lights. In desperation, I returned to the outside world to get a known good network cable for my vehicle. But no joy. Replacing the cable between the routers did not restore network traffic. I hadn't expected it to work, but it was worth ruling out. Reboot the Cisco. Reboot the upstream router. Nothing. What the F? Well, there's an idiom that gets used when you find yourself looking at a Gordian knot of networking cables underneath a dusty desk in a dirty back office. When in doubt, tear it out. 
I disconnected everything from the upstream router, taking notes so I could reconstruct it to the state it was when I arrived at least. I rebooted the Cisco, the upstream router, even the ONT with nothing connected. Then I started rebuilding the network. ONT to upstream router, upstream to Cisco, and we're back online. Pings are pinging. Everything's working again. So I rebuild the network, find the offending unit, first cable connected, no change. Everything continues working as normally. Pings are unaffected. Second cable, still no change. Wait, is everything going to continue to work and I'll have no idea why it failed? Last cable, total network failure. Pings failed, everything offline. Disconnect the cable? What the hell is this and why does it kill everything when it gets connected? Trace the cable. Unravel the Gordian knot. The cable leads to a power over Ethernet adapter which then leads to a circular white disk. It reminds me of a wireless access point that we installed for another customer a couple years ago. That one was configured via the cloud so someone somewhere needed to have access to make changes. Me. Hey NS, it looks like this is the source of your problems. Whenever it's plugged into the network we lose everything. NS. What even is that thing? Me. I think it's a wireless access point. It probably provides customer Wi-Fi? NS. We don't do customer Wi-Fi here. Let me ask old supervisor. Me. I thought old supervisor left? New supervisor. Yeah, but they still answer my calls when I have problems. I hope that they're still being paid to be the on-call knowledge base, I thought loudly. After a moment, the answer came back via text message. That was installed with the new digital signs because they need internet access. Okay, I think. If this is a Wi-Fi access point, what could have happened? Could someone have configured this to distribute the same address range as our equipment? What happens when a DHCP distributed address clashes with one set by static IP? Well, the DHCP server would be advertising that it has a route to that specific address, right? Whereas the static IP has no such advertisement. So when the DHCP distributes the address, it would be like the device with the static IP couldn't communicate at all with anything upstream. Exactly like the symptoms when I arrived. So how do we fix it? Me. Hey, NS. Has anyone reset the power to this? NS. No, why would we? That wasn't having any issues. If I power cycle this AP, chances are that it'll reset its internal DHCP server so the available addresses will be distributed from the start of the range again, and thus not include the address of the Cisco router. I turned it off. I turned it on again. I reconnected the network cable. And everything continued to work. And all was right in the world. The rain stopped, the sun came out from behind the clouds, and glorious rainbows smiled down from the skies. Well, the rain stopped at least. NS. You know, I thought you weren't taking this seriously when you arrived because you never stopped smiling. Me. NS, I started out in the Navy fixing the combat systems that allowed a ship to actually defend itself. If I wasn't fast enough, not good enough, then the whole ship could sink and hundreds of lives lost. Not just my coworkers, but my close personal friends. My brothers from other mothers. My family of choice rather than coincidence. Then I moved to the civilian world and started working on fire alarms and life safety systems. My boss once screamed at me, What will you tell the coroner when it doesn't work and people die? He didn't appreciate my response of, I told my boss that I needed more time, more training, and most importantly more people, because we're chronically understaffed and you did nothing about it. So yes, I was smiling because at the end of the day, no one would die if we couldn't fix this. The only thing that was ever actually at risk here was someone else's money. I climbed back into my vehicle and checked for any further messages. There was one from OT. OT. Sorry. Gambat is correct. I didn't read the fault description closely enough. Please send the job to him ASAP. I hit reply, condensed the fault description to the barest of bare bones, and sent it back. My tablet pinged a response almost immediately. OT. What the F? I would never have found that. It's nice to have your skills recognized and acknowledged sometimes. I agree. While it's not a prerequisite for the job, as long as you're paying me and not beating me into the ground every day, it is nice to have some affirmation once in a while. And I would have never found that fault either. Uh, although, 
even though I would not have unknotted most of those cables, I would have power cycled anything and everything in that line, uh, or in that pile, whatever it is. And, uh, I don't know if that would have fixed it or not. Probably not. A lot of times you got to unplug things, you know, unplug ethernet and different data cables in order to actually do a good, clean power cycle. But anyway, kind of a short one today, guys. I appreciate you spending some time with me on this Friday afternoon, which it's Friday afternoon for me. It'll be late night by the time the UK people get a hold of this. And uh, for everybody here in the US, it'll be uh, Friday evening or Saturday morning if you skip YouTube altogether and go sit outside tonight because where I am, at least, it's uh, gorgeous weather outside. All right. Till the next video. See ya.